Why is it important? Why? To gain knowledge. Okay, but why is it important to gain knowledge? To Jannah. Okay, that's that's good, but it's something in between that the two. Yeah. So to get to Jannah again? Yeah. To know what to stay away from and to know what to do. <coughs> so you need to know the halal, you need to know the haram. So the things that, are, that you should do, the amal salih, the righteous actions. And you need to know the actions which are haram, evil actions. And the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, "Man salaka tariqan yaltamisu fihi ilma sahalallahu lahu tariqan ila al-jannah." The Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, stated that whoever travels upon a path seeking knowledge, then Allah will make that path to knowledge easy for him, or Allah will make the path to jannah so easy for him. So, as one of the students, or two of the students mentioned, we seek knowledge to get to Jannah. But we seek knowledge, first and foremost, so that we know what are the righteous actions to do. What are good actions? What are righteous actions? For the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi he said, Inna halal bayin, wa inna haram bayin. وَبَيْنَهُمَا مُشْتَبِهَاتِ لَا يَعْلَمُهُنَّ يَكَثِيرٌ النَّاسِ The Messenger of Allah وسلم, he said, Indeed, the halal is clear. And the haram is clear. And between them are doubtful things. And not a lot of the people know. So if the halal is clear, how does the halal become clear? What do you need to make the halal clear? No, no. Quran, Sunnah. So you need knowledge. So for the halal to be clear, you need knowledge. And for the haram to be clear, you need knowledge. And then the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, and between them are doubtful matters that many people do not know. And so to know these matters that are doubtful, you're going to need, what else again? Knowledge. And has anyone heard of the word taqwa? Taqwa. No? No. Taqwa. Some refer to it or translate it as piety. Person having piety. And a person having the fear of Allah, fearing Allah. Having the taqwa of Allah. And taqwa, having the fear of Allah, and a person protecting themselves, again, is of three types. So the taqwa is of three types, having piety, 
and doing righteous actions are three types. The first type is doing righteous actions. The first type is having taqwa in doing the actions that are righteous. So the first type is having taqwa in doing actions that are righteous. The second type is having taqwa in staying away from the haram. And then the third type is having taqwa, having this piety, and staying away from things that are doubtful. If you don't know if it's halal or haram, then stay away from it. If you don't have the knowledge, then stay away from it. So the first is having the taqwa with the things that Allah has commanded us to do. For example, what, who knows an example that Allah has commanded us to do? Fasting, yeah? Reading Quran, okay. Salah. So a person has to have taqwa, piety, to do all of these things. But, what do you need, for example, to pray your salawat? What do you need? Yeah. Wudu. But how do you know about wudu, though? The sunnah. How do you know about the sunnah? You studied then, which so it goes back to what we were talking about before, which is knowledge, right? So you need to have knowledge of Quran or Sunnah. And so when it comes to praying, for example, you want to do an action, a righteous action, you need knowledge. And so that's the first type of piety, taqwa, is to do things that Allah has commanded us to do. The second is to have taqwa with the things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made haram. Or the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam within the sunnah has declared to be haram. So for example, haram. Eating, yeah. Pig. Khinzir. Yeah. Drinking alcohol, yeah. What's that called? Shirk. So all of these things, a person has to have piety. A person has to have piety, taqwa, in order to avoid these things. And then as well, you have, you have to have piety when staying away from things that are doubtful. You don't know. You look at, a self, you look at doing something that you're not sure. Is it halal? Is it haram? So you leave it. You leave it. So who thinks they can tell me these three types? These three things that I just said. In the order as well. Doing good, yeah, that's one. Taqwa. Abstaining from the haram, yeah. Abstaining from the things that you don't know, the things that are doubtful. Okay, so all of these things, a person would have taqwa, you need knowledge. And so this is why we seek knowledge. However, when we seek knowledge now, what's one thing we have to bear in mind all the time, in any action we do, but seeking knowledge as well? Yeah. Allah is watching, yeah. 
So what do we have to have? Intention. What kind of intention, though? We have to have intention. Everything you do, you have an intention. But you have to have what kind of intention? Firm intention. Firm intention. That's sincere for the sake of Allah. So when a person seeking knowledge and he wants to make that path to Jannah easy for him, then they have to seek knowledge for the sake of Allah Taala, And they can't seek knowledge for other than that. So you can't seek knowledge so that it can be seen, so your friends can see that you're seeking knowledge, and your friends can see that you're a good student. You know, you've memorized more Quran, or you've studied more than others. You can't seek knowledge for those reasons. Because what happens in the akhirah, in the hereafter, will that benefit you? Will that knowledge benefit you? No. So the Prophet وسلم, he mentioned in the hadith, Al-Quran, Hujjatan Lak, or Alik. That the Quran can be a proof for you or against you. That the Quran can be a proof for you or against you. And generally speaking, ilm, knowledge, any knowledge that you seek can be a proof for you or a proof against you. So how can it be a proof for you? How can the knowledge that you seek be a proof for you? Sorry? You gain knowledge, okay. And then what though? How how do you how do you make it a proof for you? How do you make it a good proof for you? Yeah. You act upon it. Sent. Well done. So you act upon the knowledge. So you seek knowledge and you act upon that knowledge. And how may Allah protect us? How can there be a proof against you? Yeah. If you? You reject it. Yeah? If you reject it, or? You want you do have a bad, you have a bad intention, yeah? Or you don't, the opposite of what your brother said, the opposite is, you don't act upon it. So you seek knowledge, and you don't act upon it. Just like your brother said, you reject it. So you seek the knowledge, but you reject it. And what do you think is the most important thing to seek knowledge about? The most important thing to seek knowledge about? Tawheed. Tawheed. Because we're talking about having taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yeah? And fearing Allah. However, the one that is seeking to fear Allah Taala needs to know who Allah is. Needs to know that Allah is the Rabbul Alami, the grandeur of Allah, the great status, the greatness of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. They need to know to glorify Allah Taala. But is it enough just to know Allah? 
we say, okay, we know Allah, this is enough. Is that correct? No. Why? Why is it not enough just to know Allah? Yeah, it's attributes too, okay. What else though? Something even more important. You're closer. Speaking about religion, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You need to know how to worship him. So this is the this is the closest one so far. Tawheed, yeah, but what about the, what about something specific about Tawheed? What your what the brother said about worshiping him? The one that's gossiping over there. <laughs> Naam. You need to know how to worship him alone. It's not enough to say that I have knowledge of Allah. I know that Allah exists. I know that Allah is the Lord. I know that Allah created me. I know that Allah is the one that provides for me. I know that Allah is the one that gave me life. I know that Allah is the one that will ultimately cause me to die. It's not enough. Why? Because you need to know the rights of Allah. And the greatest right of Allah Ta'ala is the right of worshipping Him alone. And this is what makes us as Muslims, whether we be older Muslims, myself, or your teachers, or younger Muslims, like yourselves as students, all of us, this is what sets us aside from everyone else, is that we worship Allah alone. Because you may ask an individual, who created the heavens and the earth? Are you not Muslim? And you will say God. You will refer to Allah. You mention that there's only one that creates everything. But that's not enough for him to be Muslim. As Allah Ta'ala mentions, And if you were to ask them, are you talking about the mushrikeen? Those that associate partners with Allah, those that worship Allah and worship other than Allah. If you were to ask them, who created the heavens and the earth? Indeed, they would say Allah. So they knew Allah created the heavens and the earth. However, that was not enough for them to enter into Jannah and to be Muslims and to enter into Islam. So this is the first thing you have to seek knowledge about. To seek knowledge about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is important. This is very important. To seek knowledge of Allah. And likewise, if you're seeking to fear Allah and to have this piety, then you have to know your Lord, know Allah. And then, what else do we seek knowledge about? Yes. The prophets. The prophets, yeah. So we seek knowledge about all of the things to do with our Iman as well. And what are the six pillars of Iman that we seek knowledge about? Does anyone know? The six pillars. Inshallah, someone different. I see this. Allah, yes, yes. Is it angels already?
<laughs> you said the alhamdulillah. Now, so you have to have knowledge of all of these things. And then you need to have knowledge of actions. When we were speaking earlier about actions. What are the actions you need to do? What actions do you need to, have, need to have knowledge about? What do you think one of the first actions you need to have knowledge about? Are you sure? Which one did he miss? He said it. What do you need to have knowledge about action? What actions do you need to have knowledge about? Actions. The one of the greatest actions you need to have knowledge about. Yeah. Sunnah. Something from the Sunnah. Of the prayer. Yeah. Salah. You need to have knowledge of the Salah. How to pray. Because you can't just pray however you want to pray. From the, this is from the greatest of actions in Islam. The Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi he mentioned that Islam is built upon five. Buni al-Islam al-Khams. The Shahadati an la ilaha illallah wa anna Muhammad Rasulullah. The Islam is built upon five. The Shahada of La ilaha illallah. There's no deity worthy of worship and truth besides Allah. Wa anna Muhammad Rasulullah. Anna Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is the Messenger of Allah. Wa iqamatul salah and establishing the prayer. So he mentions after that, establishing the prayer. And so if we say iqamatul salah, we want to establish the prayer. Does this just mean praying? Does this mean going, standing, ruku, sujood, sitting? Is this what it means? If we say iqamatul salah, establishing the prayer. So it's the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said to establish the prayer. He didn't say, Naam, and to salli, and it's just to pray. So why do you think the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, Iqamata Salah, establish the prayer. Why didn't he just say, just to pray? He made dua. Okay, but if he said, if the, if the hadith said just to pray, then it would still mention, it still means that. Consistent, that's a good answer. Yeah. Different actions, that's a good answer as well. Different actions from what, though? Yes. Why? Because the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, Sallu kama ra'aytumuni usallu. Messenger of Allah وسلم, he said, pray as you've seen me pray. Pray as you've seen me pray. And so that means we have to pray in accordance with the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah. وسلم. We have to pray in the same manner as the Messenger of Allah. وسلم. And how do we know how the Messenger of Allah وسلم, prayed though? What do we need? Oh, there's a different hand. The sunnah, yeah. One word I'm looking for begins with a K. Knowledge. So it goes back to 
knowledge. Yes, you have to have knowledge, as, as your brother mentioned, as you need to have knowledge of the Sunnah. The person needs to have knowledge of the Sunnah. And so, this affair here of knowledge is very important, can you see? So, the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu said, pray as you see me pray. We said, establish the prayer. What else would he mean by establish the prayer? Establish the prayer. So, so you pray as, as you've seen him pray. Naam, Rukhut, Sujood, as you've seen him pray. What else would you say is establishing the prayer? What about in our concentration? What do you know about our concentration in the Salah? No. Farah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry? To fast, yes, yeah, so you pray in that tranquil way, but your concentration you have to have khushu as well. You pray with khushu, with this tranquility, and you are aware of the salah when you're praying. And you're not praying it just so you said you prayed it. Quickly praying for Raka'a and so you can go out, play football, your friends. No, you go to the Salah and you concentrate and you remember Allah. And then this is enough. What else? When we say establish the prayer, what's the best type of prayer? Is the best type of prayer for the men. Where is the best? Where is the best place to pray? I think everyone knows the answer to this. A lot of hadith. The masjid. The best prayer is in the masjid. In the masjid by yourself. You come to the masjid by yourself. Is the best prayer in the masjid by yourself. So you come. The gospel again. Congregation, Hassan. Now, so the best prayer is in congregation, Salatul Jama'ah. This is all of this sits establishing the prayer, and so all of this. This is why the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu he said to establish the prayer. He didn't merely say just to pray. He said establish the prayer. So the person he prays in the course of the Sunnah. He prays with his heart attached to that prayer. He prays as well as that, if he can in congregation, with the jama'ah. This is the best type of prayer. And all of these things go back to what? Knowledge. All of these things go back to knowledge. And if we have good knowledge, sound knowledge, then no doubt this is how a person can draw closer to Allah. And so, my advice for you, all of you here now, is to, when you come for your lessons here, whether it be during the week or on the weekends, Saturday, to take it seriously. Take the knowledge seriously. Benefit from it. 
Enjoy it as well. Enjoy your time here. Because none of us know how long we have to benefit from this knowledge. So make the most of it. Don't just think, I'm going to do more next week, I'm a bit tired this week, or I'm not going to come this week. Every week, try and come. Benefit from your teachers. They've come here to try and help you. They've come here to try and help you, and they want you to grow up to be good, strong, good, strong believers. And so, you should take from this, from the knowledge, whatever's given to you from, from knowledge, beneficial knowledge, then you should take from it. <coughs> and beneficial knowledge, when we say ilm al-nafi, beneficial knowledge, then what do you think we're talking about? Beneficial knowledge. Knowledge that will benefit you for the akhirah, knowledge of the deen, the sharia. This is the knowledge that will benefit you. And so, where can you study this knowledge here in Manchester? This is the easiest question, and there's only a couple of hands. Yeah. the mosque that's yeah it's good it's a general answer though also more specific where in manchester can you study knowledge? can you get knowledge it's the easiest question i've asked you the easiest one at lessons yeah where though where here you're already here so if you want to seek knowledge and you want it to be a proof for you in the future, then come here. And you're already here. So my main thing is to just mention to you all to continue to come. To continue to come. Continue to benefit. And you know, alhamdulillah, myself, your teachers, we were all children once. Some of us longer ago than others. But, and so you all understand, you want to have fun, you want to play. And no one's saying you can't have fun. No one's saying that knowledge should be boring. But there are times when we take things seriously as well. And if something is going to help you get to Jannah, then you should definitely take it seriously. And then after that, you can have fun, you can do the things that you want to do. But take this seriously as well. And then inshallah, you grow up to be a people upon khayr. But it's about being consistent as well. Doing it all the time, consistently. And so this is just a small advice that I want to give to you. I hope I haven't bored you. And um, I hope inshallah, this can be a benefit for all of us. Um, presently and in the future as well. Fajazakumullahu khaira wa sallallahu wa barik ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Barakallahu feekum.